From the Art FM WXOX studios in Louisville, Kentucky, this is That Driving Beat. My name is James. And my name is Uwe. And this is your radio dance party, classic soul, rhythm and blues, and mod dancers. Stay tuned.
thanks for joining us for another episode of That Driving Beat. We started out, as we always do, with Willie Mitchell doing That Driving Beat from 1965, and that one came out on High Records out of Memphis, Tennessee. I followed that one with one I just bought yesterday, Johnny Thunder, Groovy Two Shoes. That one came out on Diamond Records in uh, 1968. It's a little bit of a beat-up copy, but uh, it, it played through okay, I'm, and I'm glad to have it. I'm glad you have it, too. It's a yeah, fantastic record. I followed it with Eddie Holman, What About Me, on Motown from 1962. All right. I've, I have uh, done a little bit of record shopping uh, in the last couple of weeks, so I have a few things new to the show, or at least new to my collection uh, that I've got today. I went uh, record shopping in a, in a school bus yesterday. <laughs> that was a new experience for me. I've, I've been in basements and flea markets and antique malls and record stores garages never a school bus um i had a little time so i just uh kind of curated today and it's going to be a complete mix of different genres but it's all uh, related to mod and uh, if you don't know what mod is it's okay uh, <laughs> it's a 60s subculture and uh, they just like music mostly american music from yeah. the six you know well it was a subculture from the 60s so there you go but it yeah. can go anywhere Goes from jazz to um, ska and soul, of course, and uh, yeah, you know, on, on the show, anything in between. Garage. On the show, you may you may hear us say things like like mod and northern soul and popcorn and even garage rock. I've 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 like mentioned garage rock to uh, to people who aren't you know really into record collecting. They're like, what does that mean? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I'm like, oh, I thought that was a well known term. Yeah, pop, um, I mean, popcorn threw me for a loop forever yeah, because I just yeah. thought like any girl group is like popcorn. And yeah, I thought no, it comes from that's uh, a particular scene from uh, Belgium <laughs> that, that 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 enjoyed a particular kind of tempo and sound and yeah. and you know it's a shorthand. It's a it's a shorthand to refer to a kind of music. But if you don't know anything about these shorthands and subcultures and everything, just listen. Just this music. It's, it's just, just music. It's great. Yeah, it's, just, <laughs> it's just it's just music. Yeah. And like anything in life, you know, if you like it, you like it. you don't like it, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I like almost everything we play on here. <laughs> All right. I, I like the next record I'm going to play. Uh, <laughs> you better because you chose it. <laughs> that's right. Uh, from this one, this one came out, uh, was pressed in 1965 on the 20th Century Fox label. Uh, it's Mary Wells after she left Motown. Uh, she ended up at 20th Century Fox, uh, among some other labels uh, after Motown. Um, Here's Mary Wells with Aid at the Truth. Your conscience has got a hold on you. You're thinking of things you used to do. Now ain't it the truth, my baby? Now ain't it the 
Well, there's a guy in England, his name is Richard Sterling, and he uh, is able to go into vaults of different record uh, companies and digs out tapes of records that never been pressed, and that's one of them. That was J.G. Uh, Barnes with his version of Show Me The Way. Uh, he co-wrote that and was recorded sometimes in the 60s for Motown and uh, never released and founded Lights of Days in 2016 and came out finally on Tumblr Motown in Britain. And, um, you know, I'm, I have a couple of more of those today, but uh, it's lovely that there is records we never heard of and uh, they've yeah, been just didn't sitting around. For whatever reason, Motown didn't release it back, in, back and then. And I'm so jealous. I want to be this guy who's able to go into <laughs> has the, the access and uh, just, yeah. like, pulls out tapes and just listens to them. It's like, Ooh, let's put this one out. Let's make yeah. a record out of this one. And yeah. this is still, I mean, everything we play here is on 45 RPM vinyl and... Uh, that one too was on 45, but it was not ever pressed into 45 RPM vinyl until 2016. So it's pretty new, even though it's old. And uh, <laughs> old song, we new love record. it. Great record. Yeah, uh, most of uh, the records we play here on the show are, are were pressed in the 60s. These are antiques that uh, that we bring down to the studio and uh, and spin, and uh, so we hope you enjoy it. We enjoy getting to do it. Before J.J. Barnes, you heard Alvin Cash on the registers. Let's do some good timing. 1966 on the Marvelous label out of Chicago. Before that, a song James did not like at all. Harriet Blake. I, would, I, I wouldn't go that far. but uh, Turnaround Boy. It came out in 1966 on LDT International, which was a sub-label of uh, Monument. Mm-hmm. And Which uh, means it's from Nashville, I think. It's yeah, Monument yeah. was from Nashville, but um, you know the sound. I find a little cozy to myself because this is kind of like that. Where I grew up, kind of schlager, like, you know, nothing just too pop, heavy. Just a pop just vocal, a pop um, vocal. So but yeah, that that one is over. Uh, maybe a little. It's schmancy. over a nice beat. You know, I did I did like the. Uh, the but but it had the, it the kind of popcorn the, beat. It, it still had the beat. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't 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 love the vocal on oh. that. Uh, I'll tell the next time I see her. Oh, sure, yeah, sure. You yeah, you yeah, tell yeah, Harriet yeah, Blake. Yeah, I will. Mary Wells got that started. Ain't it the truth on 20th Century Fox from way back in 1965. Coming up next, uh, another Motown one. This is on their Tamla sub-label from 1969. Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell with Good Lovin' Ain't Easy to Come By.
été pour tous mais pas pour moi L'amour qui me fuyait Jamais je n'y croyais J'étais toujours déçu quand j'aimais Mais quand je l'ai vu J'ai cru à mon rêve Jusqu'alors Je n'y croyais pas Plus que moi Cherche l'amour et me fuyait toujours Il m'avait joué plus de mauvais tours Oh mais la vie sans amour Et sans mal ennui Comme un jour sans soleil tout est gris Mais quand je l'ai vu J'ai cru à mon rêve Jusqu'alors, je n'y croyais pas Plus que non, j'ai cru mon rêve et mon rêve était vrai Ah, mais cet amour-là Souvent je rêvais Désespérant un jour de le trouver Mais quand je l'ai vu J'ai cru à mon rêve Jusqu'alors Je n'y croyais pas Plus que mon She came right into my heart, my heart, she 
I just hope you took your part in a little slow dance <laughs> to that one. Just a little tenderness. Leslie Gore, je ne sais plus. You don't owe me in English. Uh, 1964 on Mercury. Yeah, Leslie Gore did sing in French, but that was not unusual in the time. Like uh, before internet and all that, you know, people are trying to sell records all over the world. So they would translate their songs and sing them in different languages. Yeah, even if they didn't know the language, they just yeah. somebody <laughs> would tell them how to how to make the sounds, yeah. and uh, there you go. But she sounds very good. I think she did learn yeah. French. Yeah. Uh, before that, you heard a group called the Excels. Uh, they were from uh, I think Marquette, Michigan, up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Um, there, there's not much up there. There's not many people up there. Uh, there's not really. I don't. Yeah, it's a a, a friend of mine. Uh, has spent some time up there, and he told me basically that it's just snow. You know, probably not for a month or two in the summer, but uh, in the week in the winter, it's just snow and nobody up there. Uh, but yeah, so they were the Excels were from Marquette. Uh, they 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 were a white uh, 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 rock and roll group up there. Uh, they were six, they were pretty successful. They I think they even got a record or two out locally, and they decided they need to they needed you know to move up to the next step. So they piled in the car and drove down to Detroit. Uh, and drove up to Motown Records in Detroit and walked in and uh, managed to meet Diana Ross 
and try to get a record deal. Um, and uh, in, in their recollection, it was Smokey Robinson who suggested they should go talk to Ollie McLaughlin, uh, who uh, was another producer. He owned the label Carla and Karen and a few others. And they did go talk to him, and, and he signed them, uh, even though the, the label he put them on, Carla, was almost entirely a, a soul, rhythm and blues, black label. Uh, he signed them, and they put out a few records. And that one, you, that one you just heard, The Arrival of Mary, I think that was the B-side. Um, and that one was actually recorded in uh, in New York somehow, even though it was still on that Detroit-based Carla label. But uh, they never really uh, never really hit as big as they were hoping. But they did they did have some records out on uh, on on a Detroit label, Carla, a few different 45s. The Arrival of Mary from 1967 by the Excels. Before that, from Canada, Le Talmud, Je cru au mon rêve, and uh, that translates to I'm a believer, and you probably uh, recognize that song, that's the Monkey's I'm a believer, just in French. Uh, it's a good a version, I like it. From a Canadian uh, group, and it came out on RCA Victor in 1967. And started off that set with uh, Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, just doing good loving, ain't easy to come by. On the uh, Tamla label from 1969. All right, I'll see what's up next on your turntable over there. Yes, uh, this is an upgrade. Uh, I picked this up yesterday. It's a copy of Madeline Bell doing Picture Me Gone. This is uh, the original issue, uh, U.S. issue, on the Mod label. Great label name from 1967. <laughs> Great label design, too. Yeah, yeah, the... the, the the uh, the stock copies did have this kind of psychedelic uh, pattern uh, on it. Uh, mine is just the white label promo, but st- you know, still a very cool one to have. Uh, and I'm happy to have it because uh, previously, I, 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 my uh, my only copy of this record was the the second issue that came out uh, on the Phillips label uh, in the U.S. Uh, came out within a, within a month or two, I think. Uh, uh, Mercury owned this mod label or at least distributed it and i think they shut it down so they just moved this record over to their phillips label for uh, the next release uh but anyway i was really glad uh on the school bus yesterday when i was record shopping on a school bus i found this uh this copy of the original promo issue of madeline bell picture me gone 1967 on mod records Some other girl is making you look twice at me Sure. 
Uh, well, I hope I didn't weird you out right now. But that was Caterina <laughs> <laughs> Villa. Really an unusual stuff for our show. <laughs> Cat- but it's all right. Caterina Villalba with Quando la Luna, which uh, is Italian for Quando. Uh, when is the moon? When is the moon? When the moon? And then we don't know what's afterwards. <laughs> 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 came out on the American Lorry uh, label in 1960, and I think it came out in America because. Katrina Villalba won the um, San Remo Festival in the 60s, in, in 1960. And I don't know if it, this was her hit uh, that won San Remo or it was something else. But uh, somebody yeah, some, somebody at Laurie thought... For it whatever reason, Laurie Records... It needed a release. I thought they'd give it a, a whirl over here. When yeah. I, when I, fa- I just told James, when I found this record, I found it here uh, locally in Louisville. And uh, I was like, that cannot be that song. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. I found it on the flea market and I was like, it can't be that one. I, mean, I grew up with that <laughs> song. They used to play it on the radio all the time. And I was so happy that uh, it actually was that, that song I remembered as, as a child. Yeah, L- Laurie, that Laurie label is a weird one. They, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of just sort of you know, mainstream 60s pop on there. There's some garage rock. There's some soul, rhythm, and blues. Um, there are a few, you know, really, really rare, uh, valuable, uh, you know, hard to find things on that label. And then a lot of stuff you see every time you dig in a flea market. Um, and some of the, you know, some of the stuff I think they produced themselves, a lot of it, they, they just bought, uh, s- from small labels and, and, uh, tried to take it national. There are several local, uh, Louisville records that got picked up by, uh, by Laurie. But yeah, uh, I, I don't, I don't know of any other, uh, uh, European pop records that Laurie picked up to try to try to to flog over here in the U.S. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, anyway, before that, you heard Deanna Brewer on the Lemco label, which is a, uh, a label out of Lexington, Kentucky. So I don't know who Deanna Brewer was, but or, or maybe is, but uh, she was probably Lexington, Louisville area. Deanna Brewer with "I've Got to Know" 1965 on Lemco. That's a great record. A little bit jealous that you found it before me. <laughs> Bought that one off the Instagram. <laughs> before that, another one of those unreleased Motown treasures uh, that was uh, put away in the vaults and uh, it was released the first time in 2002 and came out on a compilation album of, of rare and unreleased. Uh, I think it only came out on the CD. Uh, maybe there was an album but uh, not on 45, and then it was pressed in, uh, as a 45 in uh, 2016. Uh, Patricia Holloway, with her version of Touch of Venus, on uh, Tumblr Motown. And uh, the legend is that actually that record, uh, somebody at Motown sneaked the, the tapes out and had it released somewhere else on a different label, on a small label. But uh, I did research, and I could not find any of that... Uh, uh, that find evidence of, of no it on so that record. Yeah, I've never, I've never s- uh, seen that record in uh, any research I did, uh, not even like uh, you know in print mm. or online. So that might just be a legend, uh, but uh, who knows? I mean, it might ex- exist somewhere uh, from the sixties. There, on a, there on are people label. that know uh, a lot more about uh, this history than we do. I'm sure yeah. somebody might be listening and going, "No, you idiot! It was on this label." Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, we know the label. I, I just forgot it right now because oh, okay. I have that brain of a pea. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, that's a legend, and that comes also from um, people who should know 
Right. Uh, who really, really like... was snuck out and had a bootleg yeah, before it came out officially. Yeah. Anyway, uh, before Patrice Holloway, you heard my uh, my brand new copy of an old record, Madeline Bell, Picture Me Gone, Mod Records from 1967. All right. Uh, we want to thank you for listening to uh, to that driving beat. Uh, we hope you uh, we hope you're enjoying the show. You can find us on social media if you want to get in touch with us or see what we're doing, either on the show or out in the real world by searching for Midnight Hour Sound System on either Facebook or Instagram. Coming up next, Bobby Bland. This is another one I picked up uh, yesterday, I think, on Duke Records out of Houston from 1966. You're gonna hear "Good Time Charlie." Uh, what's up? What's up after that? Do you you already know what you're gonna play after that? Yeah, that? Bobby Socks and the Blue Jeans. Why do lovers break each other's heart? All right, Phillies Records from All 1962. Right. Well, here comes Bobby Bland first. Good time, Charlie. Playboy with a whole lot of soul. They call me Good time, Charlie. Playboy with a whole lot of soul. I'm the last of the big time spenders. I keep a pocket full of gold. Put on your red dress, baby. We're going up to Sugar Hill. I said, put on your red dress, baby, yeah We going up to Sugar Hill Come on, come on If you want your sister will Put on your red wig, baby I want you to ball with me I said, put on your red wig, baby, yeah I want you to go out and ball with me Don't you know the sky's the limit, baby, yeah Little girl, and everything's free I can make you feel good Just like I said I would I can make you feel so good Just like I said I would It's all Said they call me, they call me good time child. Playboy with a whole lot of soul. I'm the last of the big time spender. Little girl, I keep a pocket full of gold.
Welcome to the second hour of That Driving Beat. For today, we just wanted to stop in and welcome you to, uh, to this second hour. What did we just hear? That was the Riddlets with One Room Paradise, a classic on Tangerine Records from 1965. And one before that by a group called Davis and Jones and the Fenders. It was Davis and Jones and the Fenders. <laughs> Boss with the Hot Sauce, 1964, on the Dairy Records label. That was a group, I think, out of St. Louis. Uh, and that was just a little local press uh, that uh, did did well locally. And, and some of them escaped St. Louis, and I have one. Hmm. Uh, so that's the that started out the hour. Um, this is that driving beat where uh, where we uh, drag antique records down here to the to the station. Uh, my name's James. My name is Uwe. And uh, and yeah, we play our records for you I'm, to I dance. Don't call them antique because they're that antique. makes me. And then I'm antique too because they're about my age. Yeah. Most oh, I mean them. it. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be that old to be antique. <laughs> I don't know, it does. Yeah, these are old. I buy them in antique stores. Well. <laughs> 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 Antique should be something that's at least over a hundred years. <laughs> anyway, well, they're definitely vintage. Anyway, vintage. Yes. Yeah, we play old records, uh, mostly sixties, a little bit late fifties, a little bit early seventies, uh, and almost all upbeat, danceable uh, things on uh, on forty five RPM vinyl. All right, coming up next, this is a record that I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of the song I'm about to play. Uh, it's one. It's it is. In the in the northern soul, rare soul dance uh, club subculture, DJ and and, and, and club goers subculture, this is a this is a loved and loathed song. Some people just you know it's a classic; they love it, can't get enough. Some people just oh, it just rubs them the wrong way. Somehow. I think it's because they it's just been overplayed. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and honestly, I can't say, you know say that for myself because I I don't go to British club i haven't been going to british club nights for the last 40 years um but yeah something about it it just never really grabbed me for the first time i, I heard it um and so i've passed oh. up buying many copies of it over the years See, and that, that's just the opposition of sitting right there and yeah i know and then that's why i bring uh, this up because uve loves this I song just, you know, and just uh don't listen to the lyrics because they're silly the, the, but but yeah. listen to the horn sections just just turn, it is it is a great production turn I, yeah absolutely up the radio and just Get get just lost in that horn yeah. section. It's just absolutely. Well, let's let's go ahead and play. I, I, I did. I picked up my, the first ever copy I ever actually bothered to pick up yesterday because it it was a nice promo. It looked in really good shape, although I played it on my home system this afternoon, and I don't know if it's actually gonna play right. And every time I offer you one for free, you decline. Oh, I, yeah, I don't want it. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know this this nice promo that looked nice and clean was worth a couple of bucks or whatever it was I paid for it, but. We'll see. Uh, I- I- if it sounds as kind of dull and worn out on this uh, system, maybe you'll hear me crack it in half on the air. Because <laughs> 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 if it's trash, anyway. Anyway, Al Wilson, 1968, on Soul City, doing the snake. Snake. His pretty 
that skin had been all frosted with a dew. Oh, well, she cried, I'll take you in and I'll take care of you. Take me in, oh, tender woman. Take me in for heaven's sake. Whoa! 
Vibrations with Watusi Time on OK from 1965. Before that was the Kingsmen. That is uh, the group most famous for doing uh, 
the, the version of Louie Louie that turned it into a garage rock staple. That was them doing You Got the Gamaguchi on Wand Records from 1965. I brought in a stack of Kingsman records that I found in one of my uh, unsorted boxes and got cleaned up and cataloged. I may, I may throw another Kingsman or, or two in uh, before the show's over today. Before that, Mitty Collier's version of My Babe. Absolutely upbeat from 1961 on chess. And we started things out with Al Wilson, a, uh, a, a controversial record in the rare soul collecting and DJing scene. Some people love it, some people hate it. I don't really like it that much, but I did pick up what looked like a nice copy for cheap the other day. Um, Al Wilson, The Snake from 1968. Uh, I'm like, well, okay, I'll, I'll pick that one up. Um, and, and I said when I played it that when I actually listened to it on my home system, it sounded really just burned out. It's a styrene vinyl, not vinyl, it's a styrene record, polystyrene basically. And those can get worn out in the grooves even when they look okay. And I am bad at throwing away records. Sometimes there are records that are just trash. They're, they're, even though they're 40, 50, 60 years old, they're just not playable. They're common enough that it's... It's, it shouldn't be a big deal to just throw that copy away. And I'm bad at doing that. So I'm going to, right here, live on the air, I'm going to render this copy unplayable and throw it away. Oh, I don't know if that felt good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that goes in the trash now, that copy of the snake. Yep. <laughs> it's also our weekly proof that we are playing... 45 RPM vinyls. Uh, nothing is on digital here what we play. And uh, mo mostly vinyl. Once in a blue moon, we might play like something of an album if it does not ever yeah. exist on, 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 on a 45. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah uh, except for this music you hear behind us, which is, which is just some digital background music. Uh, everything we play is on vinyl. And yeah, that copy of The Snake I just snapped in half. That we'll never play again. We'll never play again because it was already worn out. It, it, somebody, somebody played. I, I noticed the B side of it uh, was perfectly crisp, clear, sounded brand new because no one ever played the B side of that record. <laughs> they only played the A side, Honestly, and they wore that one that, out. There's a reason why nobody plays yeah. the B side. Yeah, yeah. It's not a good song. Yes. All right, let's get back to the music. I promise I'm not going to traumatize you by snapping any more records in half right into the microphone in the show this evening. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've done that on the show. <laughs> anyway. I'm surprised how loud it was. It, it, was, I, it, was, it was very loud. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to play another, uh, another record on the OK label. Uh, Uwe just played that Vibrations record, uh, Watusi Time, on OK. I'm going to play one by Major Harris from 1968, Loving You More. You 
we thought after all this dancing you need a little break and uh, you know go back to the little, little slow dance down. and just sway around with your loved one Katy Lester River of Salt came out in 1962 on Era Records it's a beautiful song I, lo- I love that one little a little ballad there Freddie Scott before that you got what I need shout records from 1968 Sharon Soul what a perfect name for a soul singer, Sharon Soul. <laughs> you found my weak spot on Cora from 1966. I'm betting that's not what's on her birth certificate. But uh, <laughs> I don't, I, I, you I, think? I don't. I don't know that for sure. Major Harris got us started with "Loving You More" 1968 on the OK label. All right, let's keep uh, the dance party going here on that driving beat. There are a lot of. Uh, well, bands that you'd call classic rock bands, uh, that there's maybe one 45 from earlier in their in their career uh, that that I you know I actually want from my 45 collection uh, that that goes with the kind of stuff that I do I think, um, and uh, I'm going to play you the one by Steph by Steppenwolf that that I that I think goes. Uh, it's definitely kind of a hard rock hard rocker. But uh, uh, it's got it's 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 still '60s garage rock kind of uh, enough uh, for me to throw it in this set. We'll see what you think. Uh, from 1968 on Dunhill, here's Steppenwolf with Suki Suki.
Well, it's one for the money, two for the show. Then you get ready now, go, get go, but don't you step on my blue suede shoes. You can do anything when you hold on my blue suede shoes. You can knock me down, step on my face, turn on my name all over the place. Anything that you want to do But uh-uh, honey, they off my shoes But don't you Step on my blue suede shoes You can do anything But lay over my blue suede shoes yeah! My house, or steal my car, or drink my wine from my own food jar. Do anything that you want to do, but I'm a honey, off my shoes. Don't you step on my blue suede shoes? You can do anything, but lay hold on my blue suede shoes.
girl whispered hello Smiles melting the smoke of fingered Your eyes They're deeper than time Say a love that won't rhyme without words So now I'm not my way Set. Thanks for listening to that driving beat. We're broadcasting from Louisville, Kentucky, from the WXXLP studios. And uh, thanks for uh, tuning in. 
You just heard Blues Magoos, Gotta Get Away, on Mercury from 1966. Before that, I played a new-to-me copy of The Small Faces doing Tin Soldier, 1968 on Immediate. That was the uh, American issue. Uh, I've only ever had beat-up copies of that record. I've never found a, a, you know, a, a good-condition copy, uh, but I just picked one up uh, in a picture sleeve and everything, so I had to play it. Had to wonderful. Play it. Yes. <laughs> Before that, uh, Beacon Street Union, this, this was a band from Boston, Massachusetts, playing uh, a very weird, uh, nearly metal-sounding yeah, version. Like hard, hard rockin' version. Of Blue Suede Shoes, recorded in 1968, came out on MGM. We, we listened to the other side of that, we just quickly dropped the needle on it uh, here in the studio, and it's like... It's weird synth stuff, synthesizer stuff. I, I yeah. don't know who the Beacon Street Union is, but I need to figure yeah, out very psychedelic what, what their deal was. Yeah, it was just synthesizer. like it was just beeps and and, uh, and stuff. It was very strange. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Beacon Street Union, maybe check them out online, see if you can figure out what their deal was. <laughs> before uh, before that, at the beginning of the set, I played uh, I played Steppenwolf uh, doing a, uh, a Don Covey song, Suki Suki, 1968. On the Dunhill label. Coming up next, I'm going to get us back into the Northern Soul uh, groove here on the show. From 1968, on the Way Out Records label out of Cleveland, Ohio, The Sensations with Lonely World.
That was a beat up, but still, still playable copy of the Orleans I Ain't Coming Back, 1965 on Cameo. Before that, Charlie Rich, Love Is After Me on High from 1966. And we started that uh, short set with the Sensations, Lonely World, 1968 on Way Out Records. We're nearly done here and we want to say thank you for listening and uh, until next time. Yeah, this has been That Driving Beat. If you want to find us on social media to either uh, give us any constructive constructive criticism or uh, just see what we're doing. Uh, we do things out in the real world, uh, DJ out in the real world, and uh, we... We go out and dig for records. We post about those uh, on social media and uh, and just let you know what's going on. Um, so you can search for Midnight Hour Sound System on either Instagram or Facebook to uh, get in touch with us and follow us uh, on there. All right, we've got uh, time for maybe one and a half more songs here. Uh, we'll take you out with Carla Thomas, I Can't Take It. Came out on Atlantic from 1962. And then I'll throw a little jazz on to uh, take us to the hour. Walter Bishop Jr. from 1971 on the Black Jazz Records label. You're going to hear Coral Keys Part 1. Thanks for listening. <laughs>